Did y'all see that thing I sent you, that TikTok I sent you of Greg Locke saying uh, how he gave up tax exempt mm-hmm. status because he didn't want no demonic control over him, but he mm-hmm. just didn't. But he didn't. Yeah. He just said he, just, he did. He just didn't. And that's just, I mean, that is everything you need to know about what Christianity can be. Can become. It, it, right. it might not be that. Okay, I hear you folks out there. My church is different. My life is different. But Greg Locke is showing you what Christianity can be. Jesus doing started service. Jesus started out the beginning going, whoa, 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 hold on. Just don't. Yeah, don't, you don't get need, You don't need, definitely don't need money. You don't need any of this bullshit. <laughs> Forgive. Like, it's, Jesus said the simplest things, and now we have Greg Locke calling people witches in his church. Yeah. And that's just it just shows you what can be. Isn't it insane? <laughs> I, mean, I like it because he wild. is he's got the ta- the tax exempt claiming tax exemption non-tax exemption is a great way to basically attack yeah. the system or the IRS. He got to 100%. attack the IRS in front of everybody, but then he had to do it. So it's kind of like it. It's like having a Kickstarter, like if you made your own Kickstarter and you said yep. it was over a million dollars already <laughs> and people just kept giving, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But it's not over a million dollars, but you right. made, the, it's like not the web, like you, you know, you it's fake. It's like when Matty Mullins got, uh, reached his GoFundMe goal for his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Matty Mullins is in Don't a get me started. <laughs> how, how many, what is the name of his band? He was on this pot. He was, uh, he was on the previous podcast. <laughs> on the old what? pot. What Memphis, is the name of his Memphis Mayfire. Me- okay, Memphis. How many monthly Memphis listens Mayfire. do you think they have? Oh, um, I two, think it's like over one a mil. Point, one point four mil. Oh, they one have point a good bit. I one bet. and a half mil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is right under Amberlynn, by the way. Isn't that wild? They bet. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but Memphis Mayfire has one point. I mean, way, I mean, big. way bigger band than. Of course, that city's burning. I mean, that city's burning is like. A, I mean, of course, yeah. I've local. never wait. It's I've a, never claimed it's worse than a local compared to Memphis Mayfair. You, you, I know, I mean, but I've never claimed. But you know otherwise. that, right? I've never claimed. I'm, oh, I've never. Well, I, no, I've never been delusional about the size. I of don't know. Burn. You've thought some big things about your band before. What are you talking? About? I've never you, thought anything more uh, than what you is, thought. Oh. Come on, what did I you, think? That you were going to be the like bigger than under oath. <laughs> no, we never thought we were going to be bigger. No, you hold on. Did. Now, no, you thought that's if the not next, true. You had to not bigger. We, we thought Emory thought we were going to be bigger than no, under oath or Amberlynn and all them. Y'all were way ahead of us on that train. You could have been. No, you I had an opportunity. Been. You know, you could have been. But I've never thought anything that ha- having a, a thought or a hope of what you could do is different than being delusional about what a- you are. Aaron's right. thought it wasn't necessarily we're going to make more money because he knew right. that there would be a flaw mm-hmm. in that. But he, but he did <laughs> think he, he did think we are much better than ah. mu- musically. But everybody, thought, everybody you know, thinks but, yeah, everybody yeah. thinks that about the no. Aaron but band. did you yeah. th- okay compared to all the other bands on Tooth and Nail? Did you think you were number one? Like not, no, not like, at one, the music. I think, no, I think we're high. Top five. I think we're high. Like of all time, I don't know how to answer that. Top five. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy talk. Who's number one on the? Oh, just on Tooth and Nail alone. Like both our bands are on Tooth and Nail. Yeah. What do y'all think's the number one band ever on Tooth and Nail? How, how are you? You're gonna have to clarify for me. Well, okay. Good... How about uh, wide the like biggest reach? 
Maybe. Well, you know what I mean? Like, like what, the big yeah, yeah, Jeremy Jim Camp's yeah, the best. Jeremy Camp, yeah. That, Jeremy Camp's the greatest well, artist and the best songwriter on, and singer and personality. He was on BEC. He well, was okay. MXP, we can't do Reach. That doesn't mean Yeah, Reach a doesn't mean. I don't know, you don't think Under Oath or Amber Lynn's bigger than MXPX? They definitely I think Under Oath probably has the most actual Reach, Reach. Like, has most people more, but MXPX and Under Oath probably have the most. I, I mean, mean, I just I think mean, that the lot, total cultural penetration of of under okay might now be the highest. best band but that's not doesn't musically mean best. okay best band musically to well, you a, just you to mean you. like a, you mean like, in a more objective manner or subject person yeah personal or you know I would I would say personally like you know I yeah. know everybody goes oh man this band, you know like we all like two thirty eight you know what I mean right. but that's up there I don't know if I would that's say very they're my, close they're the number the one band but. I might would, but like so. I know Devin loves two thirty eight. There was yeah. there was a decade there where Devin said, whenever he looked at the clock, it said two thirty eight. It did. Yeah, it still <laughs> does. does. Me too, Devin. Still does. Me too. I think still that's everybody. I guess. That's so I mean, funny. You should be living. I thought was probably one of the top ten best tooth and nail records ever for sure. Well, I mean, they did regulate the chemicals, which was mm-hmm. unreal, and then they put out "You Should Be Living," which was but no traction. No yeah. traction. And people, was, Chad, people might they say they were Chad's label first, though. What was that one called? Take, 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 take hold. hold. Yeah. Take hold. All right. Chad had some, all the good bands. Some people would really say did. there is. Um, some people are going to say something about me without you, but a lot of people might are going to say yeah, something like Starflyer, talking about Jason Martin yeah. as yeah. a brilliant person. But uh-huh. I think you could put Cody in a conversation with like brilliant artists that were on the label or something. You could. I can see that argument. Nobody would say. Toby or Devin from Emory or people Emory. definitely would say that. People, a lot of people, people would say, you're, say you're, people yeah. think you're their favorite. Yeah. Some people think that. So, you think you there know. are there are people that would say we are the greatest band that ever was on Tooth and Nail. To, yeah. yeah, some people, yes. Yeah, but there's really some people that think I, they. Yeah, no, but there's well. there's a gradient of like the um I'll put it this way. If just a bunch of doofuses like the like the the tooth and nail fans that are the goofiest with the yeah. worst taste think you're the best, that doesn't mean you're the best. <laughs> but you know, at, when you have a higher and higher level of artistic people saying this person's the best, that creates a but different there conversation. There is no one that I know <laughs> out of all the band uh, all the bands I've ever toured with, all the fans I've ever met that would ever say we're number one on Tooth and Nail. I don't think I've ever met a person. I, I know people well, go, "You're my favorite." What about band people that say you're their favorite band on earth? That it implies you're that's the best the band on Tooth and Nail. Well, they would say you're better than any other Tooth and Nail band if you're we're better than I every band on earth. I think that's just in the moment though, right? Like people say yeah. some crazy shit in the moment. Yeah, I mean that. that well, yeah, that, that's but you know, bother me Emory is some people's favorite band. That's not a hard. There's people that I mean, Emory's people, their favorite band. People always walk up to me and say, "Oh my God, you're my favorite band. Can I have a pick." But I don't ever. I've never once believed them. Ever. <laughs> I don't care if they were crying. I don't care. I do not. I, I believe in that moment we are in a localized situation where I yeah. am the most uh-huh. famous person in the room, and they feel they feel <laughs> emotional right. about it. Because I mean, I promise you, in that moment. If they saw Brad Pitt walk into the room, they would leave me. And they're telling me I'm their favorite. I mean, my band, my music probably means more to them than movies that Brad Pitt has been in. But I really believe if people started seeing, if Brad Pitt and uh, Ryan Gosling walked in, everybody would drop. Oh my gosh. Uh, Okay. Dude, I'll be right back. Now, I do agree with you in a sense because you get certain fans come up to you. And yeah. there'll be a guy who says, oh, my gosh, you guys are my favorite band. Walls was my favorite album. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. 
My favorite album is The Weeknd, y'all, man. Yeah, yeah my so they don't know the band. My favorite album is The Weeknd. album is Walls. Walls. Do you know how many times yeah. I've heard that? <laughs> yeah, so, and that, that and, obviously and, 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 Dude, that album, The Weeknd. Woo! That is an instant indicator that they are obviously, we're not their favorite band or they're not our biggest fan or whatever. But there are some people who come up and I think they're genuinely in awe yeah. of us and they're like oh my god you guys are my favorite band like that we talked to a guy on the last tour who was like crying and stuff i mean that is pretty intense and i think he probably does like if you met freddie mercury yeah or whoever your favorite guy is i mean especially now you yeah you especially would, if you met him in, now yeah, yeah now but i mean you would <laughs> you would act very strange wouldn't you wouldn't you yeah. act strange if you met him so I guess it's a little bit. I think it could be both. I mean, I think we're definitely people's favorite band, and they would say for sure best on Tooth and Nail. I when think they that's tell, why. I, go ahead. When they tell Toby that he's their favorite, he doesn't believe them. But I might suggest. <laughs> I might suggest that when 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 the people that have one point whatever million, let's just say a Stephen Christian or Matty Mullins, oh, when they Stephen are told. Christian. They believe it. I guarantee they believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's what I was getting ready to say. That's my number one worst trait as a person. I believe that it is the hardest thing in the world to find something that is authentic and real yeah. in the moment because I cannot believe it. And it, it goes all the way back. And you've heard you, Matt and Devin have heard this story a million times. Luncher, maybe you've even heard me say it. It all goes back to me trying to get, uh, it was $14 to go to the Biltmore house in in Asheville, <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. And my dad goes, why in the world am I going to pay $14 to go see stuff in some house? We got stuff in my house. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, what, you're going to go see a vase? There's a vase right there, son. <laughs> and he was right. And now... I go, my dad at the time was like, you fucking asshole. Oh, my God, you piece of shit. Why would you, you, you don't understand. I'm going, it's way more than some house. It's the trip. It's the people. It's everything. But it got me. That thing got me. And now there is some authenticity in my dad that I fucking respect. And I hate it because he was, he, he was saying you're going to go somewhere because people told you that these things are valuable and you should go see them. Uh-huh. And he and he thought right. it's a waste. Like now he's really fucked up with money, <laughs> real bad, <laughs> real bad. But I promise, it's so hilarious. I promise, I should just let me just read you the last. Uh, now that we're talking about my dad, let me read you the last few texts from my dad because this is hilarious. Now my dad got a patio in his backyard. I got one in my yard about a, a year ago. And yep. I think it's been kind of bothering him that I had a patio and he always <laughs> kind of wanted one. And so he got one, even though he, his house isn't like his house on, from the outside looks great. And the inside is fine, but there's some issues with it. He could make some real improvements. And it's not like when my family goes to visit, there's not, it's not set up, but he had this idea to, um, get this patio for whatever reason because it meant something to him so anyway so my dad let me show you let's see what he where so first thing he texted me a few weeks ago was uh gary who's my brother 
Gary started his new job today, and he took two vacation days at his last job and quitting there tomorrow. Today and tomorrow, he's getting paid for both jobs. (laughs) 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 So what my dad is telling me, y'all see that is just my dad seeing it practically, right? He's letting me know how smart my fucking brother is. Not Toby, the emo singer. (laughs) (laughs) I had to write back. Sounds like a good deal, exclamation point. (laughs) 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 All right. Then he sends me pictures of his patio and the gazebo that he had put up, which is really, and I have to write, oh, wow, that looks so great, Dad. And he says it'll look way better when the, uh, he says, when I get all the furniture inside and out, it will look even better. Thanks. Then immediately, Joe Biden got COVID. (laughs) 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 Then he has to show me all the boards in his gazebo. This is, you know, over, this is over, I mean, that, Joe Biden got COVID was immediately after telling me about the, you know, I think I said, wow, your place looks good. Um, and then it, uh, he wrote me on Wednesday, you might need to get a couple mega million tickets for Friday night. It's over a billion. I bought five. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> your brother bought 10. <laughs> what do you think he's telling Gary about you? Like, did you oh, hear Toby rebranded his never. podcast? It looks great. Gary said <laughs> Gary said that mom and dad both talk bad, bad about me. And they, and, and they say something. I mean, my dad goes, Gary, I don't know. He gets mad all the time. He's just always mad. I'm like, well, I think that the way you're communicating with him might be pushing some buttons. I don't know. He said, what did I say? All I said was, let's get, you know, there's people up there. We got to keep moving on the golf course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway. And then dad uh, on Saturday just wrote me back. Uh, He wrote me, it's a William Defoe. I don't know if y'all can see it. It's a William Defoe meme uh, Mm -hmm. like that. And it says, Biden got COVID again. (laughs) 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 It's William Defoe like maniacally laughing as whatever Spider-Man movie or whatever. And uh, my dad said, Biden got COVID again. And, that, Again. and I don't know what I'm supposed to say back to him. If I if I say anything, if I go anywhere outside our circle, but anyway, but that is my dad. Like he isn't holding punches for even me. You know what I mean? Like it is yeah. him. And so that really did fuck me up a little bit. Like, I, so do you find that to be um, an, a moment of like loss of innocence? Is that really what um, that boils down to? It's like, man, I, that's just spoiled. I, a bunch I would say loss me. of ignorance is the way I view mm-hmm. it. I might be mm-hmm. wrong about that, and that sounds harsh, mm-hmm. but I do think loss of ignorance. Like, I, I see what he is saying now. What he does, what my dad doesn't understand. I mean, it sounds. I, I feel like people listening might be like, "Oh, this is sad" or something. It's not. I mean, my, my it is, but sad like everybody else. It's not like, oh my god, this is super bad. But my dad. He felt like really early on that this is what the world is, and so that's just what it is. And so why bullshit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why bullshit and say this thing, you know? And, and so it just, you know. But he's got it boiled down in a way that strips out a lot of the mystery and wonder, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. But, but straight to the point, too, like, what more needed to be said about who my daddy is, what he thinks, where mm-hmm. he, his allegiance mm-hmm. is lie, than Biden got COVID again. Yeah. I mean, isn't that just, I mean, how much information, that is kind of brilliant in that short of a sentence to let you know who he is, what he thinks, where his allegiances lie, all of that. Where that just, what's wild? on his mind. And, and it's just 100% true. 
That dumbass. Yeah. He thinks that dumbass told me to wear a mask and to do this and other. And now he's got it for the second time. And I can't make fun of him, or maybe I, maybe should be made fun of, or nobody's talking about it, or you know whatever. I'm not saying my dad's right, but you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah, I mean, he, he's not. But <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy that he could be so like right on the nose of something that explains who he is, and he doesn't need to say any more words. He didn't. He didn't need a response from me or anything. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I, yeah. The the lottery one's always the thing. I think that's what you know. Like, uh, the thing that disturbs me about that lottery thing is how many people, it feels like they get into it because, like, my dad talks about the lottery now, but he never would have before. Yeah. And I always thought he would be the kind of person who understood why – you shouldn't be into the lottery, but now he is into it. Like, but as a social narrative and some kind of fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's like it sicks me out that the government runs that thing. It just yeah, that's a good point. really bothers me. It just really, really, continually, increasingly bothers me that that's. But maybe it's yeah. like the Hunger Games or something. You just have to have it. Like, it's this thing that has to be a conversation that everybody can have. But the government yeah. just gets all the money. Right. Yeah, a guy on TikTok broke it down, and if you, after everything, taxes, taking the payout and everything, it was it way under. people's it, money? I think it was like maybe around $400 million, which is an unbelievable amount of money, but, I mean, $600 million, the majority of it went to the government. But and but not, everybody, not even the taxes that they take back. I just mean their cut a, of the right. lottery tickets, though. Like the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, that, it's not right. the whole price. It's not all the money people spend on lottery tickets. It's more than, way more than a billion. I don't know how many billion oh, is sure. that. Right. And right. The, the, the prize part is that. Right. And then they right. take most of that. But that's not the worst part about it. The worst part about it is that it prevents people from thinking about making their life better. Right. That's what I don't like about the lottery is it gives you multiple yeah. hours of fantasy time about how your life might improve yeah, if fun. you get when, you know, whatever Lunch that is instead it. of I, actual, I'm kind of, <laughs> like, improving me, your life. Well, see, you got a hard time convincing me, Lunsford, and Devin on this. I know. <laughs> I mean, but I know. Because, I mean, Lunsford, your, your thoughts on it are it is fun. Is that right? Like yeah, it's just course. Like, I mean, you don't think. How do you th- how evil do you think like what Matt's saying about the feels evil? Well, no, I, I mean any yeah, it, I mean it's a racket by the government for sure. Something wrong. With it's a it's a redistribution of wealth from poor people back to the government. A hundred percent. Mostly, it's the <laughs> yeah right. It's it's right. Yeah, and, but and, also, and it's preventing them from improving their lives with their time and and energy. Yeah, and the money's uh, uh, takes a ride. That's their focus. I think right. it depends on that's their. Dr- but maybe let me just make an opposite argument real quick. You can run with this if you like, but there's still a difference in the poor people and you or whoever. <laughs> but it's st- it, the other argument is the same as, and this freaks me the fuck out too. Do you remember in the pandemic when they just like, oh yeah, 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 you can do whatever with alcohol now because if we don't let you have it shit's going to get really fucking crazy. So you right. can take alcohol out. Yes. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. That might They might just know that we need the lottery yeah. and our alcohol like Ooh. that. Like You know what I'm saying? Like It might yeah. just be true that if I was running all of everything like the king, I would quickly be convinced when I understood what would happen if you didn't give people their fantasy what yeah. the state of affairs would actually be. And i go, oh, yeah, 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 right. do that lottery thing for them. <laughs> that might be, the, that might be yeah. what it is. 
The yeah. same as, well, yeah, well, alcohol is bad for everybody, but we have to do whatever we can to instantly repeal laws we've been fighting for forever. Yeah. Because you got, if these people don't get their alcohol in lottery, they'll cause a riot, and it's countrywide riot instantly. <laughs> that might be true. I mean, you might be. I think you're exactly right. Like, I, I was thinking about it today. Tim, on, I was listening to Tim Dillon's podcast, and he was just making so much fun of Zelensky. And in a way that was so brilliant because he's saying, well, they were, you know, Zelensky was an actor, and I think his wife was a model or whatever. And he was just. She fine. He, she he, fine. They just did a uh, magazine spread of them. Like, they did during a war, they did a for Vogue or something like that, right? I mean, yeah, they did a Vogue. spread. Yeah, and people, people are pushing back on it or whatever, but he's saying that, that they never cared that modern day leaders understand what to say, what to do, and they're always using it to get to something else. And so Tim Dillon, was make, he's making a joke, but also kind of cutting and serious uh, about they're just going to use this. Uh, as soon as this war is over, Zelensky's not going to die in it. We, uh, you know, I saw so many people going, this is what a real leader is. And, this, you know, about, and yeah. so he, his, mm-hmm. Tim, Tim Dillon says he made a brand with this, and that's what modern life is, that the leader was never going to probably die or put himself in real harm's way. But the appearance of it was always building a brand, and at some point they'll probably. He said Tim Dillon said he's going to go to Hollywood and make amazing movies that you will love, yeah. <laughs> books and everything, anything, right. anything he would want, now, he could do. Yeah. And so nothing. That's what I'm saying. So going back to even what I was saying about my dad, nothing is. I mean, like Biltmore mm-hmm. House, all that stuff is is yeah. a brand, and it's trying to make you think something that it is not actually it doesn't really ever want you to that's why Luntzer always probably bummed out with me when we go to a nice restaurant or something I always think that restaurant is trying to make you think this is amazing (laughs) but it is just what it is and so that's why sometimes I can be blown away like the Asian restaurant that we went to that night after walking back all the way from the comedy or whatever wasn't that after that or remember the the Taiwanese the Taiwanese restaurant yeah that one was my favorite restaurant of the whole time, and not because it, it, I w- wish it would have been ten times as much. I wish I, I, w- I would love to have the story that it cost even more, and I was that blown away by it. I mean mm-hmm. that that one really got me. Then the super nice Asian restaurant that we went to was really fun, but it was made to be fun mm-hmm. more than the other, the other place was just made <laughs> to make fucking amazing. Hey, we, we're like trying they to did stay. that on purpose. What was fun and awesome but, tasting? Those fucking the, the assholes. Taiwanese, <laughs> did you say it was Taiwanese? You know it was fake. They it was did Taiwanese, that on purpose. Yeah. Taiwanese, the Taiwanese restaurant. They're, they're like, I think it was they, like they over made in it Brooke. on accident. No, but it, it was, was over in, in Queens. Queens, and they're just trying to stay alive and make food and run a restaurant. The other yeah. place is in downtown New York, trying to be the hip. Coolest, place. and it was. They, they did are. it too. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't as authentic as the other place. The other place is just trying to stay alive, like a an animal in the jungle or something like that. And they and they they're doing everything they can, running this way and, that, and making but, it. And the the other restaurant is a brand that makes you feel a certain mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Could you not see the the Great. there might be a I'm comparison with there with uh, cover band versus an Emory? The Taiwanese restaurant that you loved, in a way, is kind of like a really good cover band because it's not necessarily super original. No, They're not, listen, listen, uh-uh. it is. Let's hear him out. You're, you're acting ugly. <laughs> no, the, the at, at least admit you're acting ugly. I'm acting. It's one of my favorite meals I've ever had, and I feel like I kind of get a bad rap in this group sometimes. Like 
maybe you think I only like expensive restaurants, but I don't. No, hardly. I, don't, I know you don't. Hey, let I me hear a, you out. I, I, I think I have Toby's point of view and share yeah. it, but let I me see a, if I can yeah, understand I'm, I'm willing to listen and learn. I have a full appreciation of the spectrum of all food experiences is what I'm trying to say. But okay. the Taiwanese restaurant is. But you are ooh. biased. Yeah. <laughs> and racist. <laughs> No, the t- the other one's run by an Asian guy too. They're all Asian. You call you're calling the Asian guy in the city not authentic. I said his restaurant was. I think he's he not was, quite as. But Asian. he, I'm saying it's the difference between artist and craft, right? It's like a really the Taiwanese restaurant in Queens is like a really really good guitar player or drummer, jazz trio who okay. does not. They don't write their own stuff. Mm. They don't like. Uh, they're not mm. i'm not saying they're not creative but i'm saying they are practicing a craft and they are those re- those recipes that they cook are very traditional taiwanese pro- maybe family recipes and that is a-okay and maybe the best meal you could ever have the guy in new york he is he is an artist there's a whole book about this culinary stuff it's called culinary artistry and it breaks down what the difference between an artist and a craftsman is and it's the same mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Is it translates with music? It does translate with music. There's a lot of people, a lot of producers. Uh, Sprinkle says he's craft, not art. Is for yes. and Chris Keen says that as well. So both, and so I noticed that because Chris Keen and Aaron Sprinkle yeah. are the the two best uh, people I know at doing creative things inside of music, and they are yeah. creative, but they're not saying it's their song hardly or anything like that. That they're not inventing right. the song. They're working. They're working on it to make it the best it can be with their yeah. techni- their skills that are actually technical skills as far as they are concerned. Mm-hmm. Whereas Toby is saying, but what real uh, and so to- um, and so that's like a cover band in the sense that you're doing it the best it can be done. Whereas the guy in New York, what's the name of that place? In Mission New York. Chinese. Mission, right. Right. And it's great, but he's inventing the, the, the menu. Like he's inventing a new menu, whereas the other guy is perfecting a traditional dish and serving it yeah. and hustling his ass off to do it. So in a way, the um the argument I would say is that that uh the the that place is way more of an evolved uh thing that craft thing that's evolved and refined in a way that it could not be better whereas that other guy is getting fancy lighting and good this and a weird bathroom and a crazy sounding thing and put a weird garnish on it like all that stuff is just made up is what toby's saying you just made that up whereas the other guy there every single thing on the menu is on purpose and refined and take evolved. that guy's food over to queens and nobody celebrates that it. but that's not true at all i don't I think, think so. but also that guy that guy can make Taiwanese beef noodle soup too. He can do it too. But Toby, you know, the, Ty- the Taiwanese restaurant open at four a.m. over there. I'm they sure cannot, he can. They cannot do what the other guy does. They can't do it. Yeah, but That's they're not trying to. He might That's, would try to do what they're doing. That's what I'm saying. He might would try to copy them on a certain meal night. <laughs> or he goes, oh, you know what? If I have glass mirrors everywhere in the bathroom, this will be cool. Or if I present this is my favorite bathroom I've way. ever been to yeah. in my whole life. favorite bathroom in my entire life. I couldn't but believe all, but the <laughs> crap, That's the truth. But all that stuff is at the foundation of being a chef. You don't just go from guy to artist chef or whatever. You learn to play the chords first. And I'm using music analogies here, but... You know, that that's my take on it. So but appeal, I, I'm not saying an appeal to authority. No. But I mean, at one point, <laughs> yeah. that is a logical fallacy. I mean, at one point, wasn't that guy the same as the 
I mean, at some point I, he was kind of similar to the well. At one point he was just a line cook in some other. Re- he worked at fancy restaurants, but sure. And at, somebody at, probably ate his food somewhere along the way in the yes in the smaller restaurant region or whatever, and was like, oh my gosh, this is the best, you know, whatever dish I've ever if, had. If you went to his original shop, it was a hole in the wall. Mission Chinese, the original right. shop in San Francisco, is a hole in the wall. They don't even. It wasn't even their own restaurant. They used a Chinese restaurant that was closed at night. So there was so a the Chinese brand, restaurant yeah. during the day. And so what I'm trying to it. say is the brand that he built was because of his actual skill. His creativity the, and skill. The brand and came after the On skill. top of the yeah, craft. His, and his, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It all, yeah, Instead all those of, chefs. Yeah. All those chefs, it starts with the foundation that you would see at the Taiwanese restaurant mm-hmm. that Toby loves and I loved. And you want that. But it's just, do you appreciate. And he's no longer that. Yeah. Yeah. But, do you appreciate the creativity yeah. of it? But here's what I'm saying, though. At some point, and I think this even applies to uh, pastors as well. There's an authentic. Back to Greg Locke. uh, uh, Greg Greg Locke. (laughs) It all. Hold on. Every podcast. Back to Greg Locke now. Okay, no matter what, every podcast we ever do from now on has to mention. It is about (laughs) Greg Locke. (laughs) (laughs) Like whatever we're talking about, on a deeper level, it's It's all Locke. (laughs) (laughs) The name of this podcast is It's All Locke. Okay. You said that that guy had a hole in the wall restaurant in Mm -hmm. LA. Uh, San Francisco San, and San Francisco. Lower East Side, yeah. Okay. And Lower East Side. Right. That's when it was the most real and authentic, and if you walked up, you would just have been blown away. Now, and that's how it got famous. Na- yes. Now, but now I think there is some authenticity that is, because the restaurant that I went to was a brand that is meant to deliver something about the whole thing, not just, oh my gosh, this is my craft. Mm. And here it is. And so that's what I think, like, the same way as pastors, I think there might be some real authenticity when there's 50 people there. But I I guarantee you, Mark Driscoll, and I've heard this so many times, he was a different person and would do anything for you when the church was super small. And then once it got branded, then it's over. Then the authenticity is still, (laughs) I mean, he he out-preached almost anybody on a Sunday morning at his worst. Yeah. I mean, he's a phenomenal craft, And then lost his craftsman. way and fell into but, the brand yeah. and, and whatever. Yeah, but if you'd have met Mark Driscoll way back when there was, you know, 30 people in a, a small group, house, church house church or whatever, you would have gone, oh, my God, this is unreal. It means so much. And then it just it can't anymore. So, if, the, if, if I mean, if you can stay, but that's the thing, the growth or whatever it is, the same thing is that's why Biltmore House is amazing because it's so huge. Not because it's real or authentic. It's just it's absurd. So yeah. that's why but, the, the yeah. rest, Taiwanese restaurant isn't absurd and can't ever be. Well, you're it right w- about that. The, the people that do the craft, and that's like the end goal is just the craft. No matter how big the line gets or how long they've been a restaurant, they don't. Yeah. Like this place in San Diego I go to every time we're there. It's these Mexican grandmas. They've been in business mm-hmm. since 1921. It's the same menu for 10 years I've been going there. It is not. They have not changed at all. Yeah. And it will always be that good. And you would hate as, it if it changed. Uh, of course. Of course. But they're not yeah. artists. They're just not artists. So, And with art, Why you end not, up taking it. Why would you say well, they're, they're, they're not Because they're not artists. They're craftspeople. By definition, I do not believe that they're artists with their food. You believe some people, some chefs are artists then, not I think food. it is definitive that... Yes, that there are artists. There's. I'll send you the book. You're not going. Well, read that it. that makes sense if you're looking at it that way. That there's some people that are craftsmen, and yes. you know, and 
mm-hmm. create, you know, the the person that will come and build you a table, and you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. But there's somebody else that can create the new well, table. Does so art, does art, art somebody does art with sense. wood at an sure. art gallery where they hang yeah. wood from weird things and it's commentary on something. That yeah. person's co- an artist that works with wood. More. Yeah. yeah, and, and it, it always co- costs more. Right. Right. It costs $10,000 to have it or whatever. Yeah. That's that art weird. Side gets, that, I think the craftsman but side doesn't real. get hacked as much as the art side does. Well, you the can't fake. Can, you can't you, fake. Craft. You can't fake the craft right. part. So that's right. why. It's so well, that's why it's so authentic. And you're like, holy shit, this yeah. is real. You're that's right. like my dad. My, this that's is my getting dad, better. No matter what. Now here's where this all gets super falls apart for me. Is in oh, in the musical realm. <laughs> in the musical realm, it's not as if Toby uh, banks on his craftsmanship musically. It is yeah. his artistry and out there thoughts and things that other people that he can generate. It is not his mm. chops. It is yeah. not his. He's. You know what I'm saying. In this analogy, Toby is the grand artist, not the craftsman. Yes. So that's why uh, I find it bizarre. You know what? You're right. I'm jealous Toby, of the craftsman, and you're right. You're Toby very is the, right. The David Chang of the music world. Y'all know who David Chang is. He's a super famous chef. Yeah. Every, is that the guy that toured around the world when he's young or something? Or I don't da- know. David Chow. No, no. I, I don't know. Chang, but he right, yeah. he's very famous. Momofuku. But yeah. Oh, yeah. If you read about him, all the people he cooked with coming up, they all said he was a shitty cook. Really? Right, that's Toby. Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not actually saying. I mean, Toby downplays how. I'm just saying from Toby's point of view. I'm not judging Toby as bad at bass or whatever. Okay. Toby downplays it. Okay. Toby tells you, "Oh, I'm not good at bass. I don't know anything. I don't know anything." He, he is good, but that's because mm. that's not what he wants you to value about what it is that he can do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that so Toby is yeah that's Toby's own insecurity. He has to let you know Mm -hmm. how bad he is at something. But he believes he's good at something else, and something you you can't even hardly explain (laughs) because it's off. You wouldn't even understand if I told you because how brilliant he actually is. Toby (laughs) wants to be the Taiwanese restaurant, but he's the dumb is (laughs) dumb place in the city that he hates. Yes, that's right. That's what I'm saying. You're right. That's what he is. Holy yeah. shit! It's like on a deep level. Yeah. I've never heard that about myself, and I'm realizing you yes. are exactly right. Yes. Fuck, Luncher, that is exactly right. I crave the craftsman. Like, I mean, yeah. I really do yes. and, because like, I'm the artist, and, and that's why you respect Chris Keen so much. Yeah, like, you can never stop talking about how good Chris Keen is. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah. to fuck you up like Freddie Mercury, right. best craftsman and best artist ever. Like, right. and, yeah, it's just it bummed. Fuck. So yeah. yeah. So anybody on the artistic side, I'm extremely critical of because I think it's it's lesser. <laughs> yes, you're higher value. Because yeah. you could because the guy at the Chinese restaurant in Manhattan, Toby knows. Well, I could do that. I could do it. <laughs> I do believe That's why he that. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, give me yeah. two years and okay, and get a fancy bathroom and some fried rice and put something weird yeah. on it. That you know, is funny that. you say that because Toby does say that about a lot of things. Like, oh, yeah. I could do that. That's nothing. But he would never say that about getting better at his instrument. <laughs> Fuck. There's no way I could do it. Yeah, I like never he would do say that. about what Chris or somebody. That's like, really hard. Do that. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I promise you, if you give me same one with graphic year, design, one yep. year and unlimited funds, I'll be the greatest <laughs> chef in no. New York City. No. He always says and I should take me, a, shot, a class on Photoshop. Then I can make the yeah. best. He thinks he'd be the best artist on earth if, if he could just use me, Photoshop. If you give me unlimited funds and one year, I'll be the worst <laughs> bass player you know. <laughs> What do you need? I'm living. I mean, you, hey, you had I'm telling you. No, 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 no. Hold on. For a job, and you you didn't try to get better at bass, it sounds like. 
I, I, okay, yeah, I'm terrible. Uh, you're right. I'm uninterested because my artist talent carries me through, so I don't need to get better. If I needed to get better, then I would. Yeah, right. But yeah, you sadly, get, you do right. totally. I do just good. enough. Yeah, and that's, totally fine. But that that is unacceptable to me. But I can't change it. Maybe I can one day. I, I don't. I'm lazy. Whatever. But I do believe. Like, okay. So did y'all ever see that? I know Devin. I think saw. I think Vice did a 19 minute little doc series on it where the guy said i'm gonna make a the most popular restaurant in in your uh england oh yeah oh, yeah. London. London. On, yeah on trip yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 and he did it in his backyard not for, not for 30 years he didn't it, it, do it no no no, yeah. no but i'm telling you in one year i think you could fake artistry mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't yeah. think you, you can, can fake, definitely fake artistry. i don't think you can fake the craftsmanship that's why there's certain right. diners where you're like oh shit the way they make their, I mean, I mean, there's something about even Waffle House. It's a chain, I know, but I mean, there's something there where you're like, well, holy shit. However, the the craftsman that designed this model, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that's they what I'm saying. I mean, you have to be a great craftsman, right, to get to that level because every fran- every fast food franchise probably that you can think of is they were their initial craft that they created was probably just unbelievable. Yeah. Like you think about, you know, Bojangles or, or whatever, you know I mean? They might turn into one of the biggest chains in America at some point, but right. You look at the craftsmanship from the start. Mm. Yeah. And they don't go, they're not trying to go past that. You know what I mean? Like they're not right. trying to go past that level of craftsmanship. They found that perfect level. And then they scale it. that. You know, it's cool about it. Waffle House though. They have to so Bojangles or Popeyes or McDonald's or whatever you can insert anybody in there any any level of skill person low skill and yeah. execute that Waffle House you got to find fucking people that can do that at every like short order cook yeah. that can mm-hmm. do like that is really hard that's yeah, why that's Waffle true. House is so cool that's because it yeah. is uh, highly skilled Being yeah the other the other is. important point at Waffle House and I don't remember who said it recently but you know it's obviously the cleaner of any restaurant of that class because yeah, it's I think we completely transparent yeah like you see the guy making the food so you people make fun of it being dirty but the behind the closed kitchen doors of denny's you don't want to know yeah i really look down on people who don't like waffle house yeah it's, yeah, me too. it's fucked up like, it makes me feel like when people say waffle house is gross and dirty i think yeah you don't know what you're talking about like you <laughs> actually don't know what you're talking about you know what i mean like you think they think they're better than it wait a minute like they think they're better than waffle house well this is where you know what i'm saying or people those people want the they think the the nice restaurant the art the the chef restaurant you know yeah you'd at least want to eat it cracker barrel or ihop or somewhere you (laughs) know like it's a little nicer (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying people look down on it that makes me look down on them I, don't, I agree with you 100 percent i mean there's nothing like after a show going to waffle house oh, i mean i don't best. i mean there's a few restaurants like i mean there's a few like for example in uh uh san antonio that mexican restaurant that stays open all night Devin, yep. and we've got a mariachi band Devin threw some uh cash down and we got a mariachi band at our table I yeah didn't sure I, I didn't yeah, think the, the mexican restaurant I didn't threw th- the ca- yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, <laughs> what okay. I, had to, I had to clarify that, right? Yeah, no, no, we gave yeah. the mariachi band money. We gave the, first thing we did as soon as we saw. <laughs> but 
I don't think that food was the best food, I, Mexican food I ever, but the restaurant makes the me want to go back. Same great. way, Bucky's. They're, they're, the food and coffee and stuff, it's fine, but the the brand craftsmanship of the design there oh. is pretty phenomenal. So It's yeah. next level. But here's the truth about another, one more thing about Waffle House. Okay. <laughs> I swear yep. to everything that I've never had a good hash brown. Except at Waffle House, the oh, only hash true. browns They're, I've ever had that are good were only from that, that like. one restaurant. Yeah. I yes. completely agree. Except Waffle House, yeah, I think that's true. I tried yeah. making hash browns at home one time, like recently, and they, they're terrible. I know how to cook. Yeah, there's not terrible. even it's one not easy... other acceptable version of a hash brown. No, I know. They're always fat That's and it. watery and gross. And they're really dry. If we're not counting like Bojangles potato rounds and stuff like no, that. No, right? that don't even count. No, that. That's, not That's a, not a, a potato cake like on the griddle. Or okay, yeah. That's yeah. a you flat know, tater tot. I don't. It's not a hash brown. That's not a hash brown. That is got ran a, over by a steamroller. There was a cook, and they're like, uh, Michael, we need another side item by tonight. And he sits down and goes, oh, shit, where am I? And he sits down on a potato tonight. <laughs> Bow round. Hash brown. <laughs> Squishes it. Michael, we better have a side item to buy tonight. And he goes, what the fuck am I going to do? <gasps> Bow round, <laughs> a flat, a flat, flat tater, tater tot. tot. That's what they hey, serve at McDonald's in the good. morning and call it a hash brown. I have brown. never thought about a just a giant flat tater tot. One giant flat tater tot, please. And everybody, oh, you mean it. a hash brown? No, go to Waffle House. You want a hash brown? Idiot. Order a hash. I don't want a hash brown. That's all. I'm gonna order a. We don't have tater tots. Are you some kind of fucking moron? Flat Get out of here. Tot. Yeah, no, we do have bow rounds. If you're interested. <laughs> They're so good. Oh. But it's a smart move even by McDonald's. Not I'm not talking shit about McDonald's. I believe in their choices. Yeah. It's not like they could pull off a real hash right. brown. So they do right. the other they do something no. that they can pull off. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Because they can't cook. They just call it something funny. <laughs> yeah, what's the thing that you get at McDonald's? It's a it's, it's a hash, hash brown. brown. They call it that. They do call it a they hash brown. They call it a hash brown, brown but, but it's a yeah. flat yeah, tater It's like tie. a goofy yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That I mean, a, it, McDonald's is a flat tater tot too. Yeah, isn't that so it. funny? That's that wild. You're right. If you, most people would never order tater tots for breakfast. No, oh, you crazy? You, to, right? you had to be some kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. person to order You're tater tots for breakfast. <laughs> 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 literally, literally, it's the exact <laughs> ingredients. It's nothing. And zero I mean, difference like Matt said, it's a flat tater tot. Let, and in the morning, for some reason, you go, "Hey, y'all, I love it." Don't brown. even start. Everybody knows that one of the things I hate the most in the world is breakfast culture. I mean, it's, I'm I'm all I'm out with you, Matt. I'm with you. I don't believe in y'all. Anybody that does anything and they talk but about he, breakfast okay. in a different category, I I really really. Don't like those people, I, and that's look ninety nine percent of people. Saying. I do get what it's hundred percent of people. I'm a think. I think I'm the only person that I'm, I'm talks shit you. on the the meal breakfast. But I'm I with you. Do but here's the thing. I love quote unquote breakfast food. I love you know the style breakfast foods. I'm not yeah, saying you can't eat any time or it has to be classified breakfast. Whatever, biscuits and gravy, eggs. I mean, I, bacon. I mean. I just love it. But you're saying it's just not what breakfast the, that, food. What the food. hell does liking a certain food have to do with what time of day <laughs> right. it is? I just cannot get into that. I can never go there, and I, I will not go it, there. Though. It's just so good in the morning. I know. But I mean, there's I don't believe, know why. You hear the people say, oh, breakfast is my favorite. 
but it's not because they don't eat it all day. If you right, did, you can you eat eggs eat anytime you want to. You just pretend to like it in the fucking morning for some reason. It makes you feel good. <laughs> I, yeah. If you like them, eat them. I don't care what time yeah. of day it is. I do. And you know, and then they I say. Do. Oh, you know what I really love? Breakfast, <laughs> Breakfast at, at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which means nothing. You just eat- <laughs> it's so good at night, though. You can eat Come eggs on. at night. You don't have to say you're eating breakfast at night. You can eat eggs at night. Remind me of my if you, dad. If you- <laughs> Every time my mom made breakfast for dinner when I was a kid, I literally wanted to commit suicide. Why? <laughs> it's so good. It was miserable. It was like, I feel like going oh. back to start the day over. No. I want well, you're saying what we're saying. No, but I want... But I don't even like. But I don't appreciate breakfast foods that much. Like, just oh, eat what you like, and don't look don't at people like they're crazy if they eat <laughs> the foods that everybody knows they like at different times of day. Good yeah, lord, that is. Bizarre. Don't look at them I like agree. they're a maniac for thinking you. they like a burrito. You know, but if it's before eleven a.m., it's got to have eggs in it. Yeah, and, like right. period. No, that doesn't. I'm never know. gonna get that. There is a difference in the way you, uh, at least me, maybe, maybe it's just a, a learned behavior, probably. But there's a there's a something that I feel like some foods are heavier in the morning or something. Maybe it feels. I know they're always equally heavy to my mm-hmm. stomach. Whatever right. things so are heavy, you don't want to eat them in the morning, like coffee cake and cinnamon rolls and you know <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. You, need, saying, you save like, that till what? I mean, what's going you, on? I'm just saying. You said a burrito. what determines it. I mean, no, now I, I would eat a oh, breakfast I can't, I, No, no, but so I'm saying you eat a breakfast burrito with, <laughs> with eggs and a tortilla and every other thing, and sausage or whatever. You know, I mean, what what's different about? For some it? reason, the the, ta- the certain tastes just kind of freak me out. I mean, you're conditioned to why. it, and you're conditioned to tell yourself how much you love it and how special it is. Every I like, I don't get. I mean, it's just some way, it's something you people just do it's, because it's fun. And then there's brunch, which is don't get not, me started. Not even anything. Don't get me. It's just I don't lunch. like brunch. I don't like brunch. You, you don't eat it until lunchtime, and you eat whatever. But you get to you say, br- I mean, it just it doesn't. None of that makes sense. It's just all celebration of nonsense. Well, why in does some McDonald's, weird way. I mean, McDonald's. I mean, it's what know, people want. I'm telling a hundred percent of people disagree with me. I get it. I'm just, I get your point. I don't disagree with you, but I, I just you disagree a little bit. You disagree well, a little bit. Well, a little bit. Yeah, but I think it's just preference and conditioning. I think it's conditioning. No, but yeah, people just, make you know, breakfast and brunch part of their personality. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. What, what, what is this? I don't but like I, all that. I'm saying is, when I just say foods I want to eat, people look at me with some crazy look, like I'm some kind of crazy person that just wants to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it, because I'm not in line with whatever the breakfast well, rules are. It is a little interesting. Of, and they're nonsense you, rules. Isn't it a little interesting with you? Because you do you like much breakfast food no. style. I, I mean, I don't yeah. even eat until about See, 3 p.m. You know. So you but don't if I did, like why would I want? Why would I want stuff I don't normally like? But it's not better than a sandwich. <laughs> Eggs are not better than a Italian sandwich. You can't say that. I don't think Sometimes. you could. You can't say that with a straight face. Well, if I get a biscuit and gravy with eggs and stuff, oh my god. Can't beat that. I mean, you can't. I a think bit, you can a biscuits beat it. and sausage and sure. gravy and bacon and eggs and grits and pancakes not, or and and uh, waffles. Better than I mean, that's spaghetti. Okay. Bacon oh, is one of my favorite foods. I cook spaghetti. it all I'm the time. Fan, yeah, I yeah. cook a pound of bacon and eat it. I mean, I eat bacon all the time. It's one of the most common foods I eat. But I almost never eat it in the morning. But you don't eat anything in the morning. I know. So I don't like it. 
I don't like breakfast food, and that's all. All you can do is get eggs, and I don't like them, so I don't eat them. I don't even for supper, lunch, or breakfast. So I don't eat at breakfast because it's a bunch of bullshit food that I don't like. No, you don't eat at breakfast because you have to eat foods that aren't breakfast foods. That's I have what? to eat. There's no food I like <laughs> served like, oh, at breakfast time. Beef. So if I wanted to eat in the morning, I'm not allowed to. I'm taking Matt. We're going to Vietnam. They eat pho for breakfast. <laughs> That'd be good. They that's awesome. They eat the pho you go for dinner. When you go get pho for dinner, they eat that just all day. That's just their food. <laughs> I got no problem with Matt's stance. I do agree with him. But I, all I'm saying is I really enjoy that okay. style of food, that, whatever it, that is. Anybody can like whatever they want. But you know that people, Come the way on. their relationship with breakfast is one of identity. And it drives me crazy. Oh my God. It's like that a deep. true. It's some weird true. thing. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. In what are we doing? In case you're wondering, our new album, Rub Some Dirt On It, is out. Boring. Come on. <laughs> Come on. People, how do people even keep up? Come Ten on. albums deep. Ugh, no, we're only much. nine. We're only nine. Ten is next. Yeah. It's like if Elton John put out an album this year, who cares? <laughs> 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 you're never going to listen. What if he did something really neat? Not neater than Tiny Dancer. Yeah, I mean, there's a. I think you have a real window for the yeah. crazy, insane stuff, right? And then yeah. it just goes away. I mean, is that is that the case? Like, is there a way? Because people like for us, we people say walls or something, you know. But there are definitely many songs that we've written since Walls that are way better. But it just can't. It has to be hard. a culmination better of craft, the moment maybe. and the. Jo- Johnny crowd, Cash the did it with her. Everything. Johnny Cash had a yep. rejuvenation, but it was like a new crowd. But that was it because it was his butt that did it yeah. all for him. Uh, uh, T-Bone or whoever? No, no, no. Who's the, who's the producer of her? Rick Rubin. Uh, Rick, Rubin. Rick Rubin. Without Rick right. Rubin and, uh, you know, Trent Reznor, I don't know that Johnny Cash right. would have had right. it in the tank. You know yeah. Yeah. Okay. But y'all I'm saying get, somehow they Get they them. Get them. Yeah. Anyway, you can sp- stream our new album on Spotify. It'd be really nice it's to good. have. It'd be nice to have more than Memphis Mayfire. We're not doing a Kickstarter, although we do ask for money to join the club. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, nah, it, it's. I mean, Memphis Mayfire's fine, right? Everybody, uh, pick up a CD or a vinyl at EmoryMusic dot com. Uh, vinyl is estimated to come in around November. And we're headed on tour very soon. I think I have to drive our van from my house to Seattle next week. Is that right? Eesh. Pretty sure. It's like 2,000 miles. So Sorry. If I leave on Thursday, four days, that's got to be plenty, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's doing less than that. Crossing two and a half one time. Yeah. But I, I, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm 46 now. I, I don't know if it's I can do there. it. I actually don't. The last time I drove the van, I drove the van from uh, – West Palm Beach to Champagne, and it was rough. It was not. I, it was not like I remember pre. Like, man, long COVID <laughs> has got a hold of me with driving. All right, uh, but anyway, we'll be on tour in two weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? 
West Coast. Less than Idle threat, Watashi Wa, August sixteenth, Norma Jean. Yeah. Yep. Uh August sixteenth, San Francisco. Seventeenth, Reno, baby. Eighteenth, Anaheim, nineteenth, Los Angeles, August twentieth is San Diego, and then August twenty first is Phoenix. And I'll I'll let the folks in a little bit after that Phoenix show. I don't think I'm driving home because our next show is the following <laughs> weekend. It's on Saturday in Wichita, Kansas. And I don't really want to drive the van all the way to like Wichita, hop on a plane, fly home probably on Tuesday at the earliest, go on late Tuesday night, and then home back, Wednesday, Friday. Thursday, and fly Friday. I was like, I just don't. So I would only be home for two actual days that it mattered. Just not going to. So I'm going to be in from somewhere between Phoenix and Wichita by myself. That's an amazing part of the country to be in. That really I mean, what, but what do you I do? you got to have like anything. a desert ayahuasca journey with a shaman. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was yeah. thinking. You go to like, Albuquerque and the Grand Canyon ayahuasca and Flagstaff or, or whatever. No, but the problem is if I, did, if I did it, by, I can't do it by myself. You're a shaman. Some, <laughs> you have to have a spiritual guide. Good Get Lord. a shaman somewhere like in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, Albuquerque, like you know, in Flagstaff, on a mountain outside of Flagstaff. You know oh what I mean? God. Just go up through a national park one. after that for Just two days, and I'll one. we'll see you in Wichita. Oh man! But I'll <laughs> you'll be, be a new man. You'll be, be different. different. I will not be yeah. the same. I'll tell you yeah. about all these hexagonal shapes I saw yeah. and uh, that bullshit. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point in my life, I would, there is no way I wouldn't do it. I'd be scared. It, maybe it kills me or not. I don't know, but I just it freaks me out. I like I don't think I could do it. I think I'm there. Well, I mean it. It kind of makes me scared of like you act. Your life actually changes. Like yeah, you, but maybe you no that's, longer want to be married or your kids or uh, you know, like who knows? It freaks me out. But that would mean that that's the truth. <clears throat> would it? That's what. Yes, I think Is that's that real it, though. What? I think so. I think it it lowers your whatever defense mechanism to keep your life. And so, if you found out you didn't love your wife and kids, then at least you'd have found out. Love them. It, I mean, <laughs> It would be the truth, and you would. That's what why it's so scary well, to face no, it. You blame the drug. So you, you people don't would love blame them right the drug. <laughs> Society would blame it. It's just well, well, you don't know. You just could find out if you wanted to. Well, okay. <laughs> how, okay. You, how, you wouldn't know from where you're standing right. now, but it, how you are could we find sure out. that that's not that's not the? I mean, how would we know that's not just your mind just exploring new? But what is that? I mean, that might be what your mind. Like, why is that necessarily truth? I'm just saying. The idea, the idea would be that you, um, that that you, it would break you through to seeing a deeper truth, and then the only other way you could say it, you would have to say something that would start to sound weird at some point. That a lot of people say it's like the drug is to blame for my what I do from here out. Right. See what I'm saying? You have to make that argument at some point, but you know it starts to sound weird. Sure. So if you had more experiences, whatever they were, however you got them, and then made drastic changes in the, your decision making, you would have to say it was. You'd have to, you know, blame the drug at some point or yeah. embrace that reality. Right. So that's a little scary. <laughs> right. It freaks me out. Yeah. Right. It freaks me out. Because yeah, you can August, say drugs August can screw somebody it. up, but they can. You know. <laughs> now we're back to tour dates. <laughs> well, that makes that Phoenix date really important to come out to, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it but, might be the last time you ever you see You see what I'm saying? That's the old, the last time you see this, Toby. That's your last opportunities, that Phoenix show. What's the date again, 21st? Yeah, 21st is the last yeah. time you'll ever see me. Now, also, 
That Wichita show could be really insane. So you might want to pick those up. That's uh, for Lovers yeah. Fest. That's the new to- first show. With Ooh, the new you're to- right. So. For, yeah. Wichita is for Lover. Kansas is for Lovers Fest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what, is, what date is that? That's the following weekend after the 21st, right? Yep. That's the 27th. Twenty seventh, right? Wichita, twenty eighth, mm-hmm. Denver. My what birthday in Denver. It's gonna be dope. We're gonna try and have uh, cool. JT on here too if we can before. Denver before shows my birthday. Whoever thinks that's important, mm-hmm. meet meet you there. But meet you meet you for <laughs> breakfast on my birthday, everybody. Oh man, we're gonna get you <laughs> such a. Uh, I can't wait to take you <laughs> out for your brunch, <laughs> B day breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> omelet. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Take like 5.30 a.m. <laughs> hey, bud. And then you I post about it on here. social media and tell people how good, great my friends are for months yeah. afterwards. Right. Uh, always remember <laughs> that uh, at marriagesupply.com, you get 10% off a code all over. <coughs> Marriage Supply, if you don't know, it's our own uh, sex toy, adult toy shop it, uh, we started it years ago and it's been going really well and uh yeah so we want you to order uh some some products to you know Fuck yeah. make your wiener hard like make your vagina wet I like about to say what about the women yeah both everything buttholes i mean I, it seems like the buttholes are getting way more wetter popular. wetter and more popular <laughs> is what i would say right like i felt like it used to be Considered no, 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 no. When you're talking about buttholes, <laughs> but now buttholes for everybody doesn't matter. Are free game, right? So he's just trying to put his own personal journey out there in the world to get us to agree with him. <laughs> See, anybody else knows? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You just put something up there, yeah. guys. We've all we've all been there, <laughs> right? Come on, yeah. Don't get shy now. We know you know you what know I'm talking about. <laughs> I will say that today. Now, have you guys ever had hemorrhoids? Oh, my God. I don't, I don't remember a time I, I hadn't had them. I, I've never had them. Ever? But I don't think I have. It's a golden child. No. Have y'all? Yeah. I've, I've had a little. I, I don't even know I if I know what they, what, what they would be. It's like, like a friend. Nobody wants yeah. you to talk about it. So that's why nobody Sorry. talks. It's one of those you don't talk about it. I'm t- oh, I want to talk about it. Right I've had it many times. Well, my point was... Today, fifteen my skip, butthole was fifteen itch- skip, fifteen skip. My, my butthole was itching so bad. It was itching so bad, yeah. and I was scratching it, and, and and it felt so good. Oh my god! <laughs> is, there a, is there a sex toy for this or something? Yeah, I was is just kind of branching off the marriage supply butthole thing. Yeah, but it felt good scratching it. Like you were like hard. <laughs> No, but I could see where it was going, right. you know what I mean? I'm telling you. <laughs> if you all just kept over, going. 10% off. Marysplot.com. But, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so this week, uh, also, if you, uh, like we were saying earlier, if you like our band, Emory, and uh, you want to support us, well, you can join Emory Land if you go to emorymusic.com and you get uh, the bonus episode uh, from this podcast. And uh, which we're going to be doing here in just a minute, and you, it, we keep it going. So part uh, do, yeah, okay. part do part is what that's do. called. Really um, nasty shit. Sorry. And you get a bunch of Emory music catalog stuff that other people don't get. Uh, access to a bunch of stuff, and so that's really good. And you get your name read on this podcast. So uh, Matt, do you have them pulled up or you don't? I have them close by. Here we go. 
Okay. What, well, what this week, is la- it? last week it was foreign la- foreign words for vagina, if you remember. But mm-hmm. uh, this week is words for uh, penis. Okay. So, well, here and, is the first one. Uh, yeah. We've got new member Alita Alita Grind Grinde. Yeah. Okay. Um, great, great job there. Um, this <laughs> one, I think, people, I, I think a lot of the clubbers have, have been really pushing the limit. So this week they all are really like just by the book. They're not getting crazy mm-hmm. or wild. Okay. This is edu- okay. educated new clubbers. Okay. So what was her name? Grindy. Yep. Manhood. Mm-hmm. It's, it's her favorite. Manhood. It's her favorite. Word for classic, not for, yeah. not for, that's not for like she, like nickname. she, that's yeah. like a romantic novel. That's a, right. that's a euphemism manhood. used in a romantic novel. She caresses yeah, throbbing manhood, yep. yeah, right. Yes. She caresses throbbing manhood in the moonlight. It's classy. She's not yeah, getting in it. the ditch over here <laughs> right. with all these other freaks, she, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay, how about this one, Ben Nutter? <laughs> nice, that's not is that <laughs> Ben Nutter? It's Ben Nutter. Name, I went to college with Ben Nutter. Well, that can't be the same Ben. Nutter. Here he is. There's my, probably oh, more I, than one. I hope. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we were like best buds at Charleston Southern. Maybe it is. It, that's crazy. That'd be Good really wild you, if he was and he didn't tell me. It's probably not though. I think he would have probably told me. Uh, he just went classic schlong. Schlong. Yep. Schlong's a good one. Yep. Nutter likes a schlong. Justin Nutter Martin. Shaft. Shaft, old Shaft. school. You know, a lot of connotations there, but it's right. It's, it's you know, it's just once again, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. one is Jonathan Houston or Huston. It's, I, I believe it's Huston, I, unless it's a Houston typo. He went all time. Peter, Peter. I like that. Peter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Peter. That's like a, like your dad says or something. Yeah. Yeah. Put your Peter away. Peter. Stop playing. Stop playing with your Peter. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and if you and if it was goes if it was in one more of a more serious mode, it would be, it would go from Peter to Pecker. Yeah, Pecker. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to be a little more zing to it. Yeah, yep. Pecker. Which okay which is the last one, by the way. What's the last well, name? That's Kate Richer or Ricker or Riker. Yeah, you know you said Pecker, Peckerwood, <laughs> Peckerwood, Peckerwood, <laughs> Peckerwood. That's good. When I thought you were doing foreign names, I had a good idea for one that sounds is perfect. That? German. Kockenschlung. Kockenschlung. <laughs> <laughs> Kockenschlung. Isn't that brilliant? Kockenschlung. Yeah, Kockenschlung. German. Sounds German. A German name for penis. Kockenschlung. I love it. All right. Thought it All was right. good. Do I'll we want to do, do, we wanna do uh, like one damn news story, or yeah, what? let's do it. Well, uh, we, yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, we'll do one damn news story, and then we'll do another we'll, one when we get on the other side. We'll take a pee oh, okay. break, and then we'll do part do, and we'll continue the news. Yeah. Can I ask a question real quick? Is my background not showing up? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's funny. Okay, nobody mentioned it. I didn't no. know if it was. <laughs> I thought you didn't want us to say anything. It's funny or not to say anything. Well, that's what I didn't know. I wasn't. I would. I fucked up the improv. I guess. I guess the odds yes and was to not acknowledge. Well, we figure everybody's seeing it, and it just makes sense. It just, yeah. It's just part of the experience. Marshall, I actually think you should edit all that I just fucked up out, Marshall. No, <laughs> no. that's like, a, uh-uh. no, that's like the I chef. Know. I just fucked it up. 
What you did is no. the chef came out and just pointed out, did y'all see how brilliant this garnish was that I put on the side right. of y'all's plate? <laughs> like I cut that apple in that weird way, zigzag like that. Did you see it? Did y'all see that? Because <laughs> that's like that the middle part. Did y'all see the drizzle? Oh, my God. Well, Spray, I think the evolution of the drizzle pattern of that chipotle mayo. The, it, uh, it aioli, started, I'm sorry. It started with a picture of Toby, and then I thought, well, I don't know. And then I was like, no, science Mike. And then I had Science Mike behind there, and then y'all took y'all kept taking so long, and then I was like, "Wait a second! Now you're just spoiling future weeks garnish." Yeah, we got no. lambesist. Yeah, that could have been next week. Sit with Science Mike next week. You don't have to spoil it. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get in one one uh, damn news story for the folks, okay. and then uh, on the other side, you can join right now. If you join right now, you can go. You can get to, joined yeah. and signed up before yeah. this episode ends. That's a great right. time you to pause. Save. Yeah. No, you and don't have to pause. If you just you can listen while you, you do can, it, like we get, you, we got a few minutes. We got plenty of time oh, left for you to are you for, be ready. What the fuck I'm is wrong with you? Continue. I, not not you. I'm talking about the people that aren't signing up. I know, but I, I also Emeryland.com. You fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear us murder? Wait till you don't hear don't believe what we'll say on the other side. Got a murder. <laughs> All right. This first one, uh, hadn't had this in a while. A roving reporter. And it's our, it's our good buddy, Ward Huey. Okay. He sent it oh, in. Okay. This comes from Vice. Uh, the grave of a 99-year-old Katerina. The grave of 99-year-old Katerina Perez is now topped with a huge penis and testicles weighing nearly... 600 pounds. Uh, before her death, 99-year-old uh, Perez had one final wish, a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. Her family unveiled the completed monument and five, a five-and-a-half-foot-tall cock and balls weighing nearly 600 pounds mounted on her tomb at a cemetery in Mexico this past weekend. She wanted to break the paradigm of every Mexican where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. Her grandson Amazing. said she was always cool. very avant-garde, very forward thinking about things. Her family unveiled the completed monument, a five and a half foot tall mounted. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. It repeated it for whatever reason. Anyway, uh, he said <laughs> she always said in the Mexican sense that we are Vergas. I don't know what that means. Anyway, Diamond Verga, which perhaps best Fuck that language. She said there, there are a few words <laughs> in Mexican slang as dynamic as Verga. Uh, or Verga, which is perhaps best translated in English as cock. So, anyway, I think it's kind of like an FU and just wanted to be, you know, kind of funny. But, yeah, there's a giant dick on her tomb. Now, my <laughs> question is, have you all thought about your death at all? Like, what you would actually like? Will you do anything? Like, cause there's been times you know, I hadn't I thought, thought about it, but now I'm thinking about it. This now. is the first time in my life I've ever considered it. You just triggered it. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Here we go. I hadn't oh, thought about shit. it before, but now that you say that, now. I'm going to die. <laughs> but, I mean, I've thought about it before, like, set me in a chair or something, people walk by, and I, mm. I, I've heard the people doing that, and I was like, that is kind of cool. I, the whole uh, casket really does freak me out. Like being in a room with a casket and a person in it, it freaks nah, me that's not, out. It, yeah, it isn't that weird? Me. Like that's something really I would me. never do is like won't be that fancy person laying in a fancy casket where you like no. it doesn't seem like I, that would be something I would do. I know. I don't know if there's a reason I would want to do it after I was dead, but I, I don't think I would. If I don't I want to just, now, why would I then? But I'll probably change my mind after I'm dead. 
I think it's just no. always for the family. <laughs> like, if I'm dead and I float up, I'll be glad that I was in that casket while I look back down. Like, yeah, that actually was appropriate. Do you think that's it's what I would think the, while I'm floating you know, up? For no one. <laughs> no, you would just, I mean, it's just for the family. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, I don't think people even, I mean, I don't think people care at all. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think people care. Like, when my dad died, I mean, he tried for 15 years to build his own pine box or whatever. You that's know, more my of my fantasy. Like, Ronnie, was, we're not yeah. going to do that. You know, it's just the family's like, no, that's disrespectful. You don't care about yourself. You're like, well, I don't, what do I care? Yeah. yeah. But everybody else is like, well, we care about you. We love you. We want it to be respectful. Yeah. So it's more of that. I mean, right. I, I, I can see, you know, Having a funeral and feeling like what looking at who came and what they said as being valid, yeah, yeah, I can no, see I that as being cool. But the part, the casket part, not you know the ceremony. I think I like the idea that y- y'all would give me a funeral and say stuff about me. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take, I'll take it, yeah. I'll take that. It'd be cool if you were just sitting there with like podcast yeah. microphone in front of you and headphones mm-hmm. or something, you know? That'd be yeah. just cool. But if I could bring some levity <laughs> to it, up in a that chair. would be good. Yeah. That'd just be oh so great. Oh, my God. Matt's uh, at a desk yeah. for the mic. Don't do that. He's, <laughs> he's walking around with the phone in his hand. That'd be so great. It'd be way better. Than, I don't even understand what a, uh, the cast is. A casket, I mean. It, well, I don't understand. It. I, mean, it's just a I know, but like I mean. Rest but, in peace. It's like, be comfortable. I know, but it's just, isn't it bizarre, all the, yeah. the woodwork and everything in it? like, like And how much it, it costs. So, I mean, it's like a wedding dress, but you don't ever even get to use it again or pass it down. Think about how little amount of humans probably in the history of time have actually been buried in caskets. I, I mean, it's very small. Yeah, it's like a little bit of being like a, a Egyptian yeah. mummy. I mean, war is really fucking right. up. Yeah. That ratio. Yeah, oh, <laughs> just unbelievable. I had never told you all this. My uncle, I sang at his funeral, and he had a pine box built. Oh, he and did? he was buried. He, and, but no joke, when they picked him up to carry him out of the church, it started, like, breaking apart. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad idea. They, oh, no. they, what they don't From tell you about pine boxes is they're not the built well. <laughs> the yeah. pine boxes. They're not they, strong, yeah. A casket is a little bit more sturdy. I started seeing, like, his Foot at the end uh, uh, Are you serious? <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh shit. I thought this thing's going to. I was like, is he about. Did it look like a. Just a, One of the pallbearers, whatever, grabbed that end and handled it, and it was fine. But like, it was like. It was just like not. It wasn't built well. Like a what pine box. Boards, it is cheap. What pine boards, if you go to Home Depot, were they? Is what I'm asking you. Very. Were, yeah, they yeah, weren't just one the bias. They weren't one bias. You know what I'm saying? They weren't one by right. right? They were what? Two by? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't two by fours, right? No, no, no. It wasn't that. It was. It was. It was it, was it one by and two pine? Like, what was it? It was like the wood that we put under our bunks on a bus. Yeah. Two by fours. P- the plywood. No, no, not two by four. Like the. That's like quarter not, inch. Not plywood. It's smooth. Yeah. Whatever you know the. You know like the, plywood. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. But it was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so it, was maybe, it, it was maybe some half inch CDX with two by four bracing. It had, it had I don't know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get it in my head. Like, if they made it, what did, what lumber did they use? Is where I'm stuck right at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> 
No, it was like it was like better wood than that. I, it was like one plywood is like different plies though. It didn't have plies. It was like, like eight, one eighty dollars worth is in my head. You know, I don't know who built it, but it started. But luckily, it leaked. It, it, was okay. it leaked. So yeah. what was in it? Matt's thinking about what the guy's cart looked like in Home Depot. Yeah, I think like what are the materials? Checking out. Like what did he have on that cart? You saw his fin- leg oh, pop out of nails. the side of the leaky cask- pine casket. Anyway. All right. Let's take a pee break. <laughs> See y'all See in Emeryland. All right. I actually got to pee. Yeah, just I will too. And then we'll come back in. It's a, it's a 